Welcome to a new episode of Set Lustig Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and we are celebrating 100 episodes of Set Lusting Bruce this week. Wow, that's a lot of boss talk. And I am so grateful that you've downloaded this episode and you continue to support our little podcast we know that there are several great springsteen podcasts out there and we love them all we just appreciate that you guys give a little love to us so this episode i thought i would do a ask jesse theme Um, every once in a while i get people asking me questions about the podcast and so I put the call out via Twitter and Facebook and asked people to share with me questions they might have I'm gonna start with the one from my brother Dean Uh, Dean Jackson is not a huge Springsteen fan uh, but he is a wonderful brother and he is a big Jesse Jackson fan thank you Dean and he asked I thought was a great question After the fact, I assumed everyone understood, but here's his question. Before I go, one question, why set lusting? Sounds kind of pervy and stalkerish. Did I miss some obscure song lyric or story that explains? Or just do you listening to Bruce Springsteen stuff fill you with lust? Dean, great question. Unfortunately, it's not a simple answer, but I'll do my best to explain. The first thing you need to know is Bruce Springsteen normally does not do the same set list every night. This past year when he did the River Tour, that was a very rare exception. Most nights, only about 60-70% of the songs he plays are the same most nights and even those aren't played in the same order. In other words, Bruce will not come out and open his show with the same song every time. Like I said, the River Tour was an exception. So that's your first thing. The set list is a very fluid thing and it changes night by night. Okay, second fact. Many Bruce fans use social media to post Um, or tweet the set list as it's being performed. So they're in the concert, and they will post using a hashtag for for the show. For example, if he's playing in Louisville, Kentucky, it might be Springsteen Louisville, the hashtag. And they will post song number one, Badlands. 
then um, set song number two, um, Shackled and Drawn, song number three, you know, Outlaw Pete, whatever the songs are. So there is a, any night he performs, there's at least a dozen, you know, people that post the set list. So, okay, so those two things given, here's the final fact that brings it on home. We fans who aren't at the show will often follow the set list to see what he's playing. In other words, we'll keep searching hashtag Springsteen Louisville. And we will see what the songs are playing. Sometimes the fans will periscope songs uh, or will tweet you know, clips of the song. And so we follow the set list um, as it's happening. Every once in a while, something crazy happens. He plays an obscure song, something that he hasn't played in a long time, or something that I've not had a chance or another listener may not have had a chance to hear. For example, I'm one of the few people, but I love his cover of Jolie Blanc. Partly because Jolie Plant was the fight song for my college, Magny State University. And I also think it's a great song. played Jolie Blanc and I was following it, I would just go, dang it, why wasn't I there? So instead of set listening or set um, listening, we become set lusting because we want to be there at the show to hear the song. So that's where I got the title, Set Lusting Bruce. Because since the show is more about audience, the fans, and the stories of people, you know, sharing how Bruce has helped them, that's how I came up with the name. Does that make sense, Dean? Good. Okay. I have a couple other questions. Steve Rogers, great name, by the way, uh, sent me a couple questions, both of them 
kind of sports related. Steve said, since football season will be here before you know it, best Bruce song you think should be blaring through Cowboys Stadium as a football anthem? Wow, there's so many. Um, Obviously, Badlands comes to mind at first. Just... Tonight, trouble in the heartland, got a head on collision, smashing my guts, man. Caught in a crossfire, I don't understand. There's one thing I know for sure, I don't give a damn. For the same old plate I'd seize, I don't give a damn. But just see in between, honey, I want to hold the soul of control right now. song filled with energy and it would kind of fit you know the themes a little bit this is a badlands um i i don't think the lyrics work but um you know the music of we Ca- we take care of our own you know would be a fun um I I I'll have to think on some others. Um 
but I think right away Badlands would be the first thing I thought of. Okay, and then Steve said, speaking of, how about them cowboys? Do you wish there was a way Bruce could re-edit Wrecking Ball to be tailor-made to that radio station's area's sadly departed stadium or arena? In your case, swamp, swap out swamps of Jersey, Giants, go Big Blue, sorry. It's okay, Steve, I understand. And Meadowlands for Swamp Lums of Irving, Cowboys, and Texas Stadium. Steve, you had hit a perfect uh, question when when the rate when the TV stations covered Texas Stadium being imploded. I I suggested not that anyone listened, but someone should have played Wrecking Ball. Um, and none of the stations did. Um, I do think it would be great when he played Wrecking Ball here in Dallas for the NCAA Tour. Um, he was playing on where the park is built where Reunion Arena used to be. And I was hoping that someone would have told Bruce to swap out, you know, here at the Meadowlands, do here at Reunion Arena. But it didn't happen. So yes, I think that would be awesome. I would love that and think it's some of the coolest things ever. So good job. Thank you, Steve. Another question I get asked is, how do I find guests for the podcast? And the answer is, how do I not find guests? I am constantly looking through social media um, on Facebook and Twitter and blogs to find people that have a Springsteen story and ask them to join me. I'm a firm believer that every Springsteen fan has a story and it's my duty to um, document them. So I am kind of stalker boy sending out tweets hey do you want to join me on the podcast or putting on facebook love to share your story on the podcast so um, i also get some referrals people who've been on the podcast and realize they had a good time will reach out to a friend and say hey jesse does a springsteen podcast you should check it out and um, i think you'd be a good guest so that's where i get most of my guests and then I do some repeat guests. Um, you know, there's people that I really enjoy talking to, and I hope that guests, um, you know, have a good enough time they want to join me again. I was asked by um, a friend about who I want on the show that I haven't had a chance to talk to yet. You know, the obvious is any member of the E Street Band. I am thrilled that I got to talk to Vinny, and uh, I hope you enjoyed that interview. Um, Bruce himself would be amazing. So would be any of the E Street Band. Um, But I have some fans that I would love to talk to. Um, You know, Bridget uh, from Nashville had done a website for a while where she was posting a different Bruce Springsteen song every week, trying to get the 
boss that sing with her. And um, I really loved her songs, and I loved her interpretation of Bruce's. I got to meet her in Nashville, but we've not worked out where she could be on the show yet. Another fan that I have wanted to interview, and we just haven't worked it out, is Sarah Elizabeth Goodman. She wrote the great novel Beyond the Palace, which is a love story set across a Bruce Springsteen tour. Um, It's an amazing book. Uh, I love the story and would, um, would like to talk to her about her Bruce Springsteen fandom and writing the book. I think that would be great. Hey, Jesse, this is Bella, and I have a question about what it's like doing Set Lusting Bruce without a co-host. I know you host several other podcasts with other people, and I wonder how Set Lusting Bruce compares because it's really just you. Have you noticed any differences between your podcasts other than the subject matter? Thank you, Bella. That's a fun question. The biggest difference between Set Lusting Bruce and my other podcasts is... With the other podcast, with a co-host, you have a specific topic you're discussing. It's a specific episode that we're discussing. So you can kind of talk about the plot and themes, guest stars, and there's a give and take between you and the co-host. With Set Lusting Bruce, we use a very broad topic of music and Bruce Springsteen. And it's more of an interview show versus a episode discussion show, which means a lot of the beauty of Set Lusting Bruce is with my guest. He or she shares their passion and their love for music. That's when the episode really pops. The, with the other episodes, a lot of times, even if it's an episode we don't enjoy very much, the interaction between the host, we hope, makes an entertaining podcast. I guess the other big difference is Set Lusting Bruce in a lot of ways is kind of a, um, just a labor of love for me. Um, I wasn't sure if there would be an audience for people wanting to hear other Bruce Springsteen stories, but there are, and I'm grateful for that. So I think that's the biggest difference, Bella. Thanks. Great question. At this point, I figured you were tired of hearing my voice. So I asked a couple of my coworkers to read questions that I had received via email. So you at least will hear a different voice asking the question. Ponyboy Craig, hmm. Have you got a sense of where in the world the podcast has been listened to? Is this a global podcast? Thanks, Craig. I appreciate the question. And we actually are a global podcast. Um, If you pull numbers, the number one country, obviously, is the United States. But then the United Kingdom is the second country that has the most downloads, followed by Australia, Canada, China, Sweden, France, Norway, Netherlands, Germany, Brazil, Argentina, Ireland, Belgium, Greece, and then South Africa and Japan. So, looks like there's a lot of Bruce fans all over the world that want to hear about uh, people's Springsteen story. Sound with Bruce Franz, how do you always manage to sound so happy and positive? 
It must be because you really do love the art of podcasting. We know you podcast every chance you get. What other podcasts do you recommend? What would be your dream podcast? Who would be your dream podcast guest? How did you find the world of podcasting? Thank you, Donna. You know, Donna is my co-host of Love Street, the segment of Set Lusting Bruce where we do a dedicated show. And we're always looking for more dedication, so be sure and send in your dedications to us. We will be having a new episode soon. So great questions. I'll take them in order. How do I always manage to sound happy? It truly is because I love talking about Bruce. And this his music has made such a difference in my life. And as I've worked with these people, these fans, um, I know that his music has made a difference in their life. And I've said this many times, I believe every Bruce Springsteen fan has a story, and it's my job to get those stories documented. So that's why I love this. What other podcasts do I recommend? Um, Obviously, the other Bruce Springsteen podcasts are great. Each of them have their own niche. Um, I especially love Bruce Springsteen Sings the Alphabet. But the guys who do Springtime for Springsteen and uh, Blog It All Night um, are all really fun podcasts. If you get away from Bruce Springsteen podcast, I um, love listening to Rock in the Suburbs. Uh, the guys... Uh, that used to be USA Today. They do a podcast that's very good on music. Um, I am a big Penn Gillette fan, so Penn Sunday School is something that always makes me think, and I enjoy that podcast. Um, then I I listen to the Nerdist at times. I have um, I like talking, you know, when they're uh, Nerdist Writer and Comic Book Writers, Comic News Insider. There's a whole bunch of them. I'll probably put a list on them and share, but that's it. What would be my dream podcast? Hmm. Talking to the man himself, right? Um, I'd love to talk to Bruce or any member of the E Street Band. Uh, Would this be greatness? I also would like to have a few more quote-unquote celebrity Springsteen fans. Um, Jason Garrett, who's the head coach of the Cowboys, is a big fan. Brian Williams. Um, Just celebrities and not talk about their celebrity, but just their fandom with Bruce would be interesting. And the last, how did I find the world of podcasting? It was through science fiction and Battlestar Galactica. I started listening to... Um, podcasts about the show and kind of fell in love with listening to this people discuss the creative process. So thank you, Donna. As always, you are one of my biggest supporters and the reason why the show is named uh, Set Lust and Bruce because you were the one I first read that phrase from. Josh writes as how about what is the most surprising thing you learned about Bruce's music and your journey? Josh, the most surprising thing about this podcast is the amount of 
stories from people who have survived really tough times and Bruce's music has helped them get through that. Um, I, I believe that and I understood that a little bit, but till I started doing the podcast and talking to people across the world, I, I didn't understand totally how magical and how special Bruce's music has been to millions of people. Fred Firestone, has anyone asked when it started? Sorry, but I can't remember. Oh, well, thanks. Hope we can fix it another time for a chat sometime. Yes, indeed, Fred. People have asked, but I think it's worth discussing. Again, I had done a segment of favorite albums of the 80s for the 80s Overdrive uh, podcast. And I realized that I could have picked nothing but Bruce Springsteen albums because he had put out four great albums in the 80s. And I ended up having a discussion with um, a couple of people about Bruce's albums in the 80s for the 80s reboot Overdrive. And I had so much fun talking about those albums that I went to Rob and I said, Rob, who runs our network, I want to do a Bruce Springsteen show. And he said, great, let's do it. And the rest is history? Uh, I don't know about that, but at least that's how it happened. And we will find a way to talk again, Fred. I can't wait to have you as guest on the podcast. And Lynn says, I think Ask Jesse is an excellent idea. I'm curious about the technical details on how you do a podcast, the recording of an episode, and the broadcast, for instance. How do you prepare? Thanks, Anna. So what I try to do is, in advance, I build an agenda. Now, the agenda is normally pretty standard. Um, It's a starting point of the discussion. I send that agenda to whoever's going to join me on the podcast. And I kind of, just to give them thoughts on questions I may ask. And then we discuss a few minutes beforehand of like, are they nervous? Is there anything they want to talk about? Um, I find most people very quickly forget they're being recorded and it just feels like we're on a phone call. Then um, I record using software. Uh, That's why I have to go through Skype, either um, directly or calling on my Skype number. It records the conversation, both ends of the conversation. Um, Then once it's finished, I go into a program called Audacity and it gives me both tracks. It gives me my discussion and it gives the caller's discussion and I edit. Um, I don't do a lot of editing. As you can tell, there's a lot of and, uh, so's, but to go through each episode and painstakingly take out my ticks is very time consuming. And since I don't get paid to do this, I know I keep mentioning that, but it is what I do for fun. I tend to keep that live feel. 
if someone messes up majorly, I do take uh, things out, especially if I say something wrong um, or my guest does. And then um, I combine the tracks. I pick intro and outro music. If there's something significant, a clip I want to add, I edit that in. And then I download it as an MP3 file. I upload it into Dropbox. Then Rob Southgate, who runs our network, then takes it from the Dropbox. And then he uploads it um, with a program and then releases it via all our different channels. Um, and then he lets me know that the podcast is out. And then I start doing my promotions where I send it out on Twitter and I post it on Facebook so that people will know there's a new episode. Um, does that give you enough of a feel? Um, thanks. I appreciate the question. So that ends our Ask Jesse episode. I appreciate everyone sending in questions and comments. I hope you have enjoyed this week of special episodes. Um, it is a joy to talk Bruce Springsteen with each of you. And I want to stress that I'm always looking for guests. So please reach out to me at setlustingbruce at gmail.com or on Twitter at setlustingbruce. You can also leave me a voicemail at 214-736-3121. Um, go to iTunes to rate and review us. It does help me find new listeners. Um, it is, I, I want to do a podcast that you guys enjoy. So if you have feedback about what you like or what you don't like, please let me know. For now, um, thank you everyone. I appreciate it. And we will talk to you soon. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. 
That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.